Well, I kicked the ball and my shoe flew off and I was getting it up and somebody kicked the ball and it kicked and it hit me in the face. Yeah, you see them craters? That was cause a kid said there'd be none greater. In 10 years, Hammer and Hank was at the plate launching balls into space saying, see ya later! Skinny as a toothpick, but he got a knack. Watch him swing a broomstick out a bottle cap. Watch him rinse and repeat till he's on the map. Going from the cheap seats to the autographs. Papa put a bat in my hand and all he said was to never, ever, ever rock a Dodger hat. And whether you win or you didn't, you gotta be getting dirty. Yeah, we better send your jersey to the laundromat. It was in the cards. I knew someday I'd be a big league star, playing second base for the Giants, wearing number nine, rocking knee-high socks if I just worked hard. Sixth grade baseball trouts on the basketball court, so a fastball had hops. We didn't have a grass field, and so coach hit us grounders out the asphalt. I dropped a lot, and so we hit him faster, and I took him off my ankles, yelling, That's all you got? And when I saw my name on the roster, I went insane like I was snipping fast salts. I'm not here to play soft. I go beast mode on a pinata and bite his motherfucking face off until it rains candy out of his neck hole. I, I don't go flexing my pecs or get swole. I wasn't the fastest. And when I moved, it kind of looked like I was running through molasses. True, it's silly to give a shit about a game, but Earth is a little ball that's spinning on its axis. Too. Cut out for the bigs, guess I've been a fool And middle school was just a bit of cruel ridicule But when you step into the ranks of the man It's like they push you from the high dive to the kiddie pool Thanks! It's time to ballroom waltz that plank We're little minnows in a small shark tank You try to swim without getting blood in the water But you're all heart and gust like a ballpark Frank, never been all-star, I had to keep score If I were perfect, I would quit and join the Peace Corps I'm not a hero if I didn't try My doubts would eat at me like I'm a carcass on the seafloor so say this shit is too corny It tastes better to me than ooh poor me I'm just trying to sing a different tune And then fit into a world that didn't have room for me Give us any permission unless it's like a serious thing. And in my school, 
serious is like a punch in the nose. That really isn't serious. I mean, a serious is a concussion. I had a concussion and you won't believe it. They didn't even send me to the principal's of ball's office. I got tongue twisted. What? Things I cannot currently bring myself to do. Top of the list. Posed marketing pictures. Is this going to hurt or help my success? I think I'm not going to bend. I think if you want a picture of me, it's going to have to be as is. <laughs> That's where I'm at with this. I'm painting my fireplace black. I'm doing it because it looks better that way. It reminds me of David Rose and Rose Apothecary on Schitt's Creek. It's a great show. Love that show. And I love, 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 love Daniel Levy. And I always feel like I've offended him somehow. Or maybe that's just, like, his personality. Like, he's just always kind of offended. <laughs> so, that's true. I'm right. <laughs> I, have. I don't know. You know what I mean? What else can I not bring myself to do? I finished reading this book right now. Do anything, really. Let's see. Last day of menstruating. And I'm just done with everything. We had viral pink eye in our house last week. So the baby, should we talk about the baby's sickness? He's never gotten really sick. We've never been to the hospital. We've never had to utilize or consult with a PhD. I actually recently contacted one. Um, and he, his receptionist goes, so why did you want to come in? And I said, just to have a PhD that we know, you know, somebody we can fall back on. And she said, but he's healthy? He doesn't need anything? Is there anything? Is he behind anything? Weight? Height? You know, developing? And I said, no, 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 he's on, he's on track for everything. Um, he's measured, he's weighed, he's, you know, I, I keep an eye on all that. And, uh, you know, we chatted and she was like, well, I don't see why you'd need to come in. So we were kind of in agreement there. But we want to meet, and he's he's written some books and stuff. I'm, before I say his name on here, I want to go meet with him and stuff. But it's kind of exciting because um, it's the first, if it works out, it will be the first um, kind of, like mainstream trained PhD that uh, consults with our family. I've done all our care for a long time. My husband, I think, went in and got antibiotics once for something. In the seven years we've been together. Um, I believe in nutritional health. I read Nourishing Traditions like seven years ago. And then I um, I went real hard. And I did this major detox. And it was actually fantastic. But through a series of life changes and cycles and seasons, I got to uh, my circle back around point which is what we would call falling off the wagon, you know, the what are we going to do differently this time cycle that 
AA and so many of these retarding programs cheat you out of by saying you can only do this thing and you're always this forever and you can't ever mend yourself. You'll never be different. Why do you call it a retarding program? That's not very nice. Well, one, because it's kind of funny and it gets your attention. And two, because uh, that's what that word means. (laughs) It stops your maturity. You're literally giving it to somebody else. You're, uh, you're putting a master in place, a slave driver, if you will. Um, being Irish, I may have slave heritage, but I haven't looked into that. I'm all European. Um, so I'm just starting to look into everything pre... 1800s in pre-America. My Everybody in my family came over super early. I don't have one grandparent that was like, 1906, showing up. No, everything is like settlers. Everything. Now, does, why? Did they know when they went out and married, when they moved to different cities and stuff, that they were marrying people also descended from settlers? Because when you start doing your family tree, you got to realize like it's you know your grandparents and then they each have grandparents you know two sets of grandparents and then they have two sets and so it doubles every time you go up and you end up with an astronomical number of people and following it back it's really fun on ancestry i don't i wouldn't do their dna test i don't think our rights are to the point or their transparency or track records to the point where i would give them my dna willingly along with permission to do whatever they want with it, which is what you're all doing if you've done that. Uh, They've changed it a little bit, I hear. I bet they haven't that much, though, because, I mean, it is what it is. It's a business, and they don't give a shit. I mean, they do give a shit, but they really think they're smarter than you, than all of us, and we all think we're smarter than everybody, and I'm at a point where my smartness tells me not to give out my DNA to somebody with implicit use to use it. Because this one time, and this is not comedy, this is real shit. This one time I was on Google Earth, and I was looking over the desert, all over Saudi Arabia, and I was looking at all these giant warehouses places out there. And they had all these titles, really scientific titles, and it was all studies and genetic engineering. It said genetic engineering. That's what people do for a living, it's a job. And... It's just all over, and I, I'm not educated in it, so it scares me. You know, I'm still the caveman in that department. I'm, I'm getting more educated. I'm actively seeking sources of information on where we're at with DNA coding. I really want to get into museums and museum studies. Um, I just found out that if I want to take my kids to a dinosaur museum, I have to drive to fucking L.A., and you know what Mama Angie ain't doing? Driving to motherfucking L.A. Fucking ever. No, I do, because Disneyland's there. Basically. Don't correct me. Disneyland's not really in L.A. Fuck you. Did you know Disneyland? Is that true? I have always heard. Do I need a co-host? <laughs> I'm talking to Zeus. He's sitting in a chair like a human, in all fairness. I can talk to a dog. If he sits in a chair like a human, he has to join the conversation. Yes, you do. He's waiting to see if he can eat my leftover chips from lunch. He's such a good boy. 
He's like, I don't care about you petting me. Can I have your chips or what? Can I have your chips or what? Um, I've come to the conclusion. We're just big recycling garbage machines. And we are what we eat. We've known that forever. And we went through a little fun denial, rebellion, fuck daddy phase. And I think that's where a lot of genetics work kind of comes from. I want to live forever. Um, I've studied history and now I know how briefly everybody's around and I'm terrified. You kind of go into a crisis when you start really dealing with your ancestry. When your grandparents start dying. I went to order Christmas dinner. and Oh my God. So my family, when my grandmother was still alive, she passed away five years ago. And when she was still alive, we would, every... Every year, or maybe a lot of the years, especially the last few years, um, we would order, there's this like little family-owned deli with great food that like does homemade foods for the, the retirement community. Well, not for them, but that's where they're located. And then you can go in and buy like a full setup turkey dinner, and it's everything. And like you made it at home. And it's fucking $12.99 a person. And it's mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, everything. Amazing. $14.99 a person, you can get prime rib. And you can do it for just one person. I was, I'm very impressed with this. So, anyways, so I, my grandmother has since passed away. We've been cooking every year. This year, we are wiped out. We are so tired. We just had viral pink eye. For those of you just tuning in, wiped through my house. So, what that means is that you have pink eye and a full body fucking flu basically instead of just bacterial pink eye which is kind of grosser because bacterial pink eye is where you got poop in your eye from what i understand but then viral pink eye is a flu it's a it's an internal viral it might be poop too i mean shit we all poop right we got kids everywhere they all go to school we got dogs it's bound to happen but anyways so i spent um, what was supposed to be the super laid back week of like Christmas things and I was all prepared kind of, but like really, and it was not, it was pink eye. I felt like shit. And then I started my period and it was just like, bam, 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 bam. And we're, see, this is why I need a co-host. I don't know where I was going with this. Maybe that's the fun of it. You're at home going, you were going to tell us about this. About Zeus, about how what we eat. See, Zeus is my co-host. For those of you that don't, oh, what are you doing, little baby? That's a funny way to climb on the couch. That way, get you stuck. You got it. Um, so I have a toddler that I talk to a lot during this podcast. He's 18 months old, and I also have Zeus and Mocha, who are our dogs, and uh, they are both a uh, mixed breed. Or actually, I think they said that Zeus had possible papers if we wanted to get him. But they, <laughs> I was tickling his head just now. He really, he gets like goosebumps, like doggy goosebumps, his hair raises. If you pet him super slow along his spine, he gets all like, oh, it's very cute. And then I scratch his head to let the energy go. Let go, let go, let go. You good boys. Um, and then Mocha was called the Velvet Teddy Bear. When she was in the shelter and I got her, um, 
Because I had watched her online. Where did she, she... I don't even know where she is. Oh, she's right there. You're under the table. What are you doing laying there? Oh, hi. And then we have Baxter, too. And Baxter... Oh, okay. So, Mocha, let me finish. Mocha, be your own best co-host. <laughs> um, for the... My mom always used to tell me, be your own best friend. Like, give yourself your own, you know, like, what would you tell your best friend if they needed advice in this situation? Be your own best friend. So, I'm going to be my own best co-host. Unless you know that we got Mocha in, Mendo- in the Mendocino County at the Mendocino Animal Shelter. And it was a crazy experience. Um, we had a dog who had cancer who died. And right before him, it was like a way longer story than that, but that's like a podcast about death and dying I'm not super prepared to do right now. <laughs> well, I can't because I don't have all the information in front of me. And I'd want to really do that with you guys. That would be cool. Because pets dying doesn't get a lot of respect. But so when he passed away and our other dog, big dog had passed away before him, we were left with our Baxter butts, who was a little lonely, but he was happy to have me all to himself for a little bit. And he's a small terrier mix. Hi, darling. What can I get for you? What are you looking for? Or are you just touring? Toddlers like to tour. We don't go a lot of places. We're home most of the time. We only go if we really, really want to go. Or really, really need to go somewhere. Because we is building our immunities. So we go to the grocery store. Huh. We do not do mommy and me playgroups or anything like that because you can't control really who's going to be there. And I don't live in some fantasy land where everybody's safe. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't. I think that opening your life up to people, she says on a podcast where she's in detailing about her life, is really vulnerable. And I mean physically. Because I think it's really, you know, going back and forth digitally is really cool. I like arguing and fighting this way because I like to argue and fight. And I used to do it in person and it was a little more dangerous. I wasn't into fighting physically, really. Not really. When I was like a preteen, you know, where everybody goes through that rough and tumble phase, I can remember doing, you know, stuff around that age, but nope. But Mocha's my soulmate. Where is she? I lost her again. Mocha, I was watching on the internet, and I'd showed my husband her picture, and it was a few months after our dog had died, and we are trying to save our wedding that ended up not happening. We did get married. We just didn't get to have this, the party. But so, we, <laughs> we go to get Mocha. We didn't go to get Mocha. I showed my husband Mocha, and he's like, she's very cute. And then, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> and then, and it's not rare that I show him dogs. It's pretty, pretty much daily. So, like, it's not him being dickish. It's just, you know, it's one of the 20 he had seen that week. But there is something about the mochas. And it just stood out. And I was seeing her post. And then there was one that said that she was withdrawing and going and they didn't say kennel shock but that's what we had called it when I worked at Humane Society and so I got into my forerunner that I love so fucking much that I can't drive right now because the baby's more important because it's an old lifted fucking two-door thing that's amazing 
It doesn't even have like car paint on it. It has truck bed paint on the whole thing. So nothing sticks to it or scratches. It's amazing. I love my Forerunner so much. And we're going to put it on 33s once the baby's walking a lot better. And I don't think it's safer to be in a new car with all the bells and whistles. I think you're adding a lot of liabilities to, like, the fact that, like, our truck, our brand new truck that was supposed to be so much safer, we were getting a new car. It has an airbag that flings shrapnel. We just got a thing in the mail. Oh, by the way, if you're in a wreck and this comes out, it may fling metal shrapnel. Oh, cool. So it could be a minor fender bender. And have fucking shrapnel flung at you. I don't know. I don't like the trade-off. And I like a vehicle where I can get out of a situation. Like, what I don't like about having a regular car is that you can't... Like, a lot of cars you can't even go over a curb without fucking it up. Like, what if you're stuck? Like, we had to run from a fire. Like, what are you gonna fucking do? That shit really happened. Like, you can't love and light out of that. Or you guys got a key that'll never happen? Because I think a lot of the people that it happened to thought they were living in the way that would prevent that from ever happening. I live in Northern California, and I think that, well, I know. So one of the things we lost was a major Christian school. It was one of the, all, a lot of Christian schools, actually, in the fire. A lot of, uh, no, regular schools. Ooh. Yeah, it was only private Christian schools that we lost. We lost two that I know of. I don't know about um, other cities. So yeah, so maybe they didn't pray right. I don't know. Or maybe it was God giving them a gift. It was great that they lost all that. I don't know. Um, But there was also people that were atheists. There was also people that were everything. It didn't give a fuck if you were poor or rich. It didn't give a fuck if you were Charles Schultz's wife. She lost her house. The guy who created Snoopy's. Miley Cyrus just lost her house recently in a fire, too. One of the wildfires. The wildfires are supposed to happen. This isn't an anomaly or global warming. Like, you guys realize that they're, they were supposed to be happening a lot before. But we kept putting them out. So then they had to get very, very strong and serious. And that's what we got. We should have been burning. We knew it. We talk about it all the time. But somebody has to do it, and it's smelly, and the neighbors don't like it, and you have to get a permit. And you know what? If I remember correctly, it's expensive permits, too, that are not that fun to try and get. Which it should be. We don't want everybody just burning. But not expensive. What if we pay people to do it? Which I think is what they're doing now. Oh, I made a knocking noise. It made the doggies go crazy when I went like that. I went like this, and the doggies went crazy. Crazy. Do you need more things to pile with? And where's all your other stuffies? Here's this guy. Do you want him? No? Um, Baxter, that's a fucking enough. Thank you. Why are we doing this podcast? Because every single day, I talk to women and men who thought that they were crazy because in their community, something that's normal here is thought to be crazy there. Or in their family, that community could be a family or a neighborhood. 
I hear from people all the time. My mom thought I was crazy. My neighbors all thought I was crazy. I thought I was the only one that hear all the time. And we're out here saying you're not the only one. We see it too. Get out of the big cities. Make a run for the land. Really, put your money where your mouth is. When else, what else are you going to do? When are you going to do it? Pretty fucking soon, hopefully. Why fucking not? Nothing else is happening. Nobody's going to fucking do it for you. You waited. Nobody showed up to save you. And if they did, it was kind of half par. Kind of not what you thought it was going to be. They didn't really save you. They did things that kept you afloat. But nobody can fucking save you but you. Because nobody can access that central part. Do you know what would happen if people could access that central part? You could control everybody. Everybody's tried it. They've gotten really fucking close. But that central part, that little little grain of a mustard seed sand in the wind that says, no, motherfucker, I'm me no matter what you do to me. I am source. You can mold me and shape me on the outside, but I got this one key. And it's everything. Which, consequently, makes it nothing. Because it's equally as valuable as yours. At the core of it. We're all worth the same thing. That's what makes the money part of game. And don't stop. Forget everybody who's railed against money. Everybody who's taught you it's evil, they couldn't see what we're seeing. They couldn't see it evolve into a tool that everybody could have access to. When money was what it was, when a lot of people were talking about it, it was limited to only certain people. And it was associated with certain groups and currencies were different. And there was whole thousands of years where cultures lived with what we would call no currency. They just traded. Their currency was community, essentially. And we can't do that and be complicated. I'm sorry. We're too complicated for that simplistic of a community anymore. We're going to have to have our shackles up, our borders, our boundaries for a little bit longer because there's some sick people out there and and we forgot. We watched Sesame Street. We went to gated schools. We, I don't know what we did. Even the, the ones that think it's real bad for them personally. It wasn't that bad. Not as bad as it could be for most of you listening. Mad respect to those of you listening who have lived through wars. I have not. I've never been bombed. But I thought about it really early this morning when the lights went out while I was pooping. And I already talked about that. About four this morning, our lights went out, and then they went back on, and then they went out again, and then they came back on. My baby was sleeping in the bed. I had a son down the hall in the other room. I thought, my husband can grab the baby. I'll go get my other son. We'll just hunker down just in case. It's something. I'd be foolish if I didn't do something. What if it's something really bad? I don't know. Instead, I took my CBD oil, and I went back to bed. And the lights came back on. My son woke up. Yelled, Mom, the power's out. That was it. That was before they came back on. He's not, you know, it, that was all. I had all those thoughts, 
all those feelings. And then we had a really great day getting to school. We had such a great day. We felt so good. I forgot my cell phone at home. What? I've never done that before. And I didn't even notice I didn't have it until we were almost home. Yeah. And that was a little dangerous. We won't do that again. Because we want to have our phones in case something happens. But it was pretty cool that I was that relaxed. I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about having to reach out for help to stabilize myself. Or to, yeah, stabilize myself. Put on some music to, to listen to, to some Abraham Hicks. To, and, and you could call that light and fluffy, but you know what? Sometimes you're in a place where light and fluffy is about all you're going to digest. And to knock that for people that need it, come on, man. Let's not do that. That's like saying, you're fucked up for needing to eat better. You should eat like shit. You know, I know it's not the same, but you get what I'm saying? Like, some people need it. Some people need it in their diet. And it regulates them. Some people, it blocks them. Talk shit to them. Some people need to hear that it sucks so they can analyze it for themselves. I don't know. Some people think it's a cult. But there's, I don't think there's anybody living together around it. There probably is somewhere. People are doing wacky shit. You guys got to see that movie, Downsizing, with Matt Damon. It's amazing. It's so fucking good. I said in my last podcast, I think, I think it might be, I think it might be one of the best movies ever. Plugging. I don't know. I don't know these people. I'd love to. I met Andy Dick. One of the best nights of my life. I think I already talked about it on the podcast. Hi. <laughs> he came out and pretended to be like a longtime friend of mine. In front of all my new friends. <laughs> my boyfriend's friends that I was meeting. Like hanging out with for... Not the first time, but... Bringing them on my turf for the first time. So it was very funny to have him walk up and act like he was just... One of my buddies that hangs out with us there. It was cool. I just walked up and asked him. I wouldn't do that now. Now I would. I wouldn't have done that a few weeks ago or months ago or a couple of years ago. Because right after we got Mocha... And we had to call off our wedding celebration... Man, it got deep and dark. I got pregnant, like, at the same time. And I was so sick through that pregnancy. I couldn't move without wanting to puke. I puked every fucking morning. And we didn't know I was pregnant at first. We thought it was just anxiety. And it was terrible. I didn't want to be in light at all. I only wanted to be in the dark and in my room. I needed my cave. And that's when I said, I'm going to go out in the forest. I'll come back with a baby. But I didn't. I stayed home. I went to my midwife's appointments. I found super trained ones that were pretty expensive, but it was awesome. Except for a few choice things. I mean, women are women. There's this great, oh, I don't want to ruin it for you. Watch Downsizing so we can reference it. I don't know, man. It's an amazing planet. It's big, it's huge. Don't worry, you can always hide somewhere. The people that founded Pennsylvania, what was it, Pennsylvania and the Virginias, they were leaving because Massachusetts and stuff didn't like their religion. They weren't pure, what we call Puritan. The, the Puritans didn't call themselves Puritans, kind of like the early Christians didn't call themselves early Christians. 
And I don't know when Jews became Jews or Muslims. Went, ah, ah, now I'm going too broad. Too broad. Reel it back in. Yeah. I think we're going to go run some errands. I think that's what we're going to do. You know, it's way later than I usually go do things. I usually like to go in the morning, but I don't know. Feels kind of fun to get out right now. See some lights or something. What do you think, Bubaloo? Hop in the van. He hates it because he had to wear clothes. I looked into nudist communities, but I'm real sketch on farts. Because I read about how much of your poop particles stay in your underwear when you fart. So if you're wearing underwear when you fart, very, very few of any poop particles escape. If you're wearing underwear and pants, none. Cool. If you're naked, it is just poop. All right. So the smell gases always get out of your pants. But that doesn't have actual poop particles unless they're naked. That means when you're in a bathroom. I think I've talked about this before. It's not that I'm, I'm obsessed. It's that it constantly comes up because people are constantly pooping. <laughs> you know, but that, maybe that's how we end up with viral pink eye. I need to stop talking about poop. That's probably it. No, it's it. My freaking son goes to freaking elementary school and he had his first school dance. Came home with it and then him and all the kids were out. Right after Thanksgiving, right after being in smoke for like 12 fucking days, we were in the area that's all smoked in. Oh, and they had school camp. It's a wonder any of those kids made it to school. <laughs> I'm just realizing, I don't feel so bad. I'm going to keep talking about poop. It wasn't me at all. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. What do you want to do, Bubba Ruby? Hmm? All right. I think we circled through everything and finished nothing. That must be the end of the podcast. I love you. Be well. Read things. Don't let anybody convince you that ignorance is better than knowledge because they're super fucked up and stupid and they've never lived a life not knowing. Only really educated people could have the fucking gall to say some shit like that. Always know what you're doing. Read all your paperwork. Read your contracts. Know your facts and numbers, your financial situation. Dot your I's, cross your T's. Don't be like me. <laughs> I'm getting there, though. We're learning. I just had to do a little, a little bit of that in there. Because it's, it's true. I'm, I got areas where I'm so damn disorganized. I got areas where I'm organized as fuck, quite honestly. I really like fucking spreadsheets. I'm, if I'm addicted to something, it's a little bit of Google Drive. Tell you what. A beautiful spreadsheet. Oh, I love it. I love having columns, columns for everything. Oh, knowing what dates. It's beautiful. It's amazing. My third grade teacher told me I was a calendar. At the end of the year, she was telling everybody what we were. She said I was a calendar because I was always telling her, weren't we supposed to do that today? I was like, ew, bitch. Fuck off. Just because you're forgetful, I'm a fucking calendar? Yeah, I guess that's what a calendar is. All right, fair enough. I'm glad we wrapped that up. Another wound healed. All right, peace out, folks. Um, If you want to come on Open Lines Radio and talk about your personal shit or talk about other people's personal shit, no, don't do that. Don't do that unless you have permission. Um, If you want to come on Open Lines Radio and do shit, we got lots of people doing different stuff. 
um, go contact him. It's just Open Lines Radio on Instagram. Or Art Bell is dead. He's a curator. And uh, go uh, go see what's good. Listen to the other people. Hannah's fucking telling y'all some shit, man. She's she's on it. She's uh she's she's spitting that sacred truth shit. I want to hear you all because I know you're listening and I know you want to talk. I know a lot of people listening already do talk and thank you. Because if it was just me, Mark would eventually just, I don't know, him and Holly would just would kill me. I think, I, I, I think from, uh, from my history I've learned that too much of me ain't such a good thing. Aww, no, but really, no, but really, we need more voices. I think that uh, um, I'm really annoying in, in anything other than small doses. So if y'all could break up. Uh, the monotony of uh, me just talking to me and you want to put together a show where we talk to each other or something because like I've wanted to do that but I'm realizing I'm never going to do it so basically if somebody wants to contact me too I'm open to doing that for sure like I'd probably still keep doing this but then if we wanted to do like a dual thing That would be dope. That'd be fun. All right. Let me know. All right, guys. Uh, I really am going to go now. All that wheel rolling in the background. (laughs) Toddlers playing with the cars. All right. I love you all. Have a fun day. Play. Enjoy it. Because, hell, you may only have today. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not nice. All right, guys. Be kind to one another. Be excellent. Peace. You were borrowed, I was blue. I was old and you were new. I mistook my death for bliss. And if that ain't love, then it don't exist. Then it don't exist Then it don't exist 5 a.m. I'm still awake Harping on that fateful day That I kissed your lips and knew I'd die And if that ain't love, then love's a lie Then love's a lie Then love's a lie The sky's not gonna fall Or maybe it will And even though you never call I hear you still And even if the papers say To stay inside all day I'll take my chances with the rain With the rain You said bye, I said okay I'll wait around while you're away And I always knew it'd come to this And if that ain't love, then 
nothing is Then nothing is Then nothing is The sky's not gonna fall Well maybe it will And even though you never call I hear you still And even if the papers say To stay inside all day I'll take my chances with the rain Shit. 
somehow between Blue Worlds always turns into a mixtape. I don't know what it is about listening to Angie live that makes me want to just play a whole bunch of songs after I hear her, but that's what we're going to do. You're listening to Open Lines Radio. You've been listening to Between Blue Worlds with Angela Jameen. You've been so blessed, actually, to be listening to Between Blue Worlds. I don't know where you would be without it. Tears on the sleeve of a man Don't wanna be a boy today I heard the eternal footman Bought himself a bike to race And Greg, he writes letters And burns his CDs They say you are something in those formative years Well, hold on to nothing As fast as you can Still pretty good, yeah Pretty good Sunday beach is gonna bring you back, back, back. Maybe not so now you're off. You're gonna see America. Well, let me tell you something about it.
You're still here. You're listening to the... If you ever... If you're old enough to remember buying CDs, the cool bands would put some little Easter egg secret song at the end of their CDs after this really long uh, moment of silence. Nirvana, the Nirvana one, like, woke me up in a panic where if you listen to... No, if you listen to Nevermind, Nirvana Nevermind, the secret song at the end of Nevermind will wake you up in the night... In a motherfucking terror, <laughs> it's so scary, What's and the name of that song? I don't know, but but I used to only be able to sleep to really, 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 really loud grunge music. It had to be blaring in my ears so loud, Nirvana so loud, and then there's like twenty minutes of silence, and this song that no one's ever heard before <laughs> goes blaring in your ears. And I thought the devil had come, Satan himself had come to visit me in the night. Lucifer, if you will. But it wasn't. It was Kurt Cobain with an amazing song. Um, but uh, let's... And actually, you know what? This is crazy, but that's suddenly what it felt like to me to be a ghost. Oh, 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 oh. 